Boosie. Can I call him Boos? <laughs> I'm gonna call him Boos. Here's the thing, Boos. I could have told you not to buy that Kappa t-shirt. There were no other t-shirts that you could have bought. And it looked like you got that one specially made for you. That was not the shirt for you, Boos. You ain't never been accused of pledging no damn Kappa. You ain't even a Capra fucking coin. You didn't even drink Capri Suns growing up. You shouldn't have had a Kappa t-shirt on. They take that shit very seriously. Now, I don't care if they are shimmying to wipe me down. That don't mean you pick a shirt up. That's not what it means. There are three organizations you don't fuck with, boots. The LGBT, the Beehive, and them goddamn Kappas. They nasty with they stroll. Welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. I'm Doyen, a.k.a. Tony from Girlfriends. My girlfriend. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to let you sing it, too. <laughs> Don't mind this scratchy throat of mine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, half of my, like, this team in office has gone to the dead and back. And I'm like... I don't know. Like <laughs> it started in December, but I'm like, mm, I got sick in December. Don't get me sick again in January. <laughs> Listen, it's real out here. Okay, yeah. it's like thirty degrees one day, and the next day it's seventy. Yeah. Then it's like, hmm, it's been storming all day. <laughs> Started last night. We had a really bad storm this weekend. Supposed to pretty much rain all the rest of this week. Maybe we'll get a little sunshine on Sunday. <laughs> so it's just like, you know. <laughs> this past Friday, I had on shorts because it was 70 degrees. Yeah, I was running to the liquor store before the storm. Saturday morning, it was snowing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Saturday evening, I saw it was fine. It was just cold as hell. And I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Goodness gracious. So, Doyen, yeah, tell everybody sense. what's going on with you and what you are drinking tonight. Um, So, I adopted a dog Saturday. <laughs> She's a Cocker Spaniel Chihuahua mix. Um... She's super, like, shy, kind of, around people. So we're kind of working together. She has anxiety. I also have anxiety, and it's a great mix, y'all. I'm telling you. She's <laughs> a cutie pie. She is, which is why I took her home. But we just have to work together. <laughs> but yeah. I had to give her, like, medicine twice a day. <laughs> really? Yeah. But also, it may have been, like, the shelter that's also partially stressing her out. So, I'm hoping um, did they later tell on we could phase her out. Did they tell you if she was in a bad situation or something like that beforehand? Yeah, I think that her and her sisters were just in the backyard outside in a doghouse. So, not the best situation, but Okay. <laughs> okay. What else has been going on? That's pretty much it. What Thinking you drinking? Dog. Um, <laughs> I'm drinking sweet tea vodka and lemonade. Mmm. 
delish. Did you make it yourself? Which one? Did you make the drink yourself? Okay, so I purchased sweet tea vodka and lemonade, okay. and then I put it together in my cup. Does that count? Sure. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I mixed it up at home. Um, I've bought, you can buy it already mixed. Um, oh. Firefly is the best. They do a regular lemonade one. They do a pink lemonade one, and then they do a sweet tea lemonade one. And that sweet tea lemonade Firefly is divine. Um, this one is Deep Eddie Vodka. It's a Texas vodka. And then um, at Specs, they have this brand called Langers. And it's a really good lemonade. And together, they make me happy. I don't like pre-mix sweet tea and lemonade usually. Got you. Are you <laughs> new glasses? No. Same glasses. Oh. Oh, they're cute. <laughs> Thank you. I look extra round tonight. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's because Doyen always has like the sexy mood lighting going on. And I'm <laughs> sitting in like the harshest of harsh lights. Mm. And so... I don't know. This <laughs> is a dark apartment light. That's all. Okay. Well, I really haven't had much going on either, except for. So, as I mentioned, we had a few storms, and this area where I live is storm heavy. And there have been like severe storms in history happening around here, in recent history, even. So, people get really jumpy. You know, when the weather gets a little wonky. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> my coworkers and I were all preparing for the storm. And we were like, oh, we got to stop by the liquor store when we go home. Got to stop and get some storm snacks and all this <laughs> different stuff. And then, my one coworker, like, scared the crap out of me because she was talking about how her husband will sleep in his tennis shoes when it's a storm. And I was like... But I don't want to do that. And then I started thinking, she was like, but then what if something happens to your house and you'll be outside barefoot? And I was like, but, and then all I could think about, I, is it the Simpsons or Family Guy when the roof falls? I think it's Family Guy when the roof caves in and Cleveland's in his bathtub. So all I could think about <laughs> is like a twister blowing the roof off my house and then I'm flying through the air as to the wind. <laughs> so, uh, I think it was Friday night. Yeah, Friday night was the night of the storm. Just so everyone knows, I slept in panties and shorts just in case. <laughs> just so my bare ass would not be out to the wind for the storm. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, everything around here has been pretty decent. Um... Oh, I've really been, um, no, I'm not going to talk about that. So tonight, <laughs> <laughs> tonight I am drinking a white Merlot. Now, what is a white Merlot, you may ask, because I asked the same thing. Now, I've had this wine before. Uh, it's been a while, but I've had this wine before, so I already knew I liked it. Uh, but I guess, like, doing this show makes me more cognizant of what I'm actually drinking. So where I've never questioned it before, this time I was like, actually, what is a white Merlot? So I Googled it, and basically it's just a rosé-type wine done with Merlot grapes. So 
<laughs> White Merlot. It's if you like Merlot, I think you'll like it. Um, it, it's it's just like Merlot except lighter. I am not a huge rosé fan, not mm. really. But this has got a nice like you know. I like me a full bodied Merlot, but this mm-hmm. is this is for someone who's just starting to break into reds. You know, baby mm-hmm. steps. <laughs> That's pretty I like good. Try. I like rosé. <laughs> oh yeah, you love rosé. You're the rosé queen. Yeah. At first, I didn't like it, but I was like, it's so on brand for me as a millennial that I like made myself like it. <laughs> and there you have it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Dedication. <laughs> Dedication. This is what we do to bring you content. <laughs> By the way, um, oh, go ahead. Oh, these aligners, they have moved my teeth to a point where I don't know how to talk again, so. This list is going to be here. <laughs> but Aww. we're <doing> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, we have a review for you, or for us, rather. And this review comes from Blanco's mom. And it says, this pod is hilarious. Thank you, Blanco's mom. Round of applause <laughs> for you. I really, we really try our best to, like, make you all laugh because shit is rough out here and to, you know, help with some of these poor life decisions. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So anytime you can leave us a review and just let us know how you feel about the show, we appreciate it. Again, go to iTunes, rate us five stars. Even if you don't listen on iTunes, I know you can rate on iTunes. There are some others you can rate on as well. But I know iTunes you can rate. Rate us mm-hmm. five stars. The others don't work. Leave us a beautiful review and we will read it on air. Just like we read the review from Blanco's mom. And then you're going to be internet famous. Podcast famous. Podcast <laughs> famous. So we're going to go ahead and move along to our current events. So my question was, like, did he really have... A bag of dicks prepared for this argument? (laughs) That's what it looked like. Okay, so Antonio Brown was arguing with his baby mama. And I saw the pictures and I was like, I don't care. (laughs) But uh, he called the police and they're arguing. Apparently she was trying to take a Bentley. He's like, Bentley ain't for you. This is not your life. (laughs) In fact, he said, bitch, you don't drive Bentleys. This is not your life. Which I thought was hilarious. And I highlighted. Um, <laughs> so the, um, he was yelling at the cops. And he wanted her off his property. Um, and then he threw a bag of gummy dicks at her. <laughs> a bag of gummy dicks. And, and he just really acted a fool. His kids were out there. I just want to know what kind of drugs he owned. So I can avoid those. Is there a new crack? <laughs> Is there a new crack out there on the streets? That we don't know about? <laughs> Because he really showed his tail. It was fun. <laughs> it was funny, though. Even though I felt bad for the kids, but it was funny. And, yeah. like, he kept calling her a fish. And he just kept... Oh, you know he's putting out a song, according to Twitter, uh, No More White Women. Like, bro, it's too late now. Right. <laughs> you done, you done been without... Listen, the white women were all you wanted when you were up. 
stay with them while you're down. Right. We don't want you. We don't want nope. you. He threw a bag of dicks. And I just thought... <sighs> like, that takes forethought. Like, you can't just buy it really that at the grocery does. store. I'm never that quick with my comebacks. I'm not that witty. Like, maybe I just need to get a bag of dicks. Gummy right. dicks. And just keep them on me at all times. And when somebody pisses me off, just throw a bag of dicks at them. Yeah. Or maybe uh, dick mints. Because then their breath can be fresh Ooh. and minty, too. I don't know. Yeah. So, dick mint. I, I don't know what's going on with him. And it's not my problem. <laughs> hey, man. He is not our problem. We right. have traded him to the white delegation. He is now yours. We no longer have to deal with him. Oh, also, in the middle of his rant to his baby mama, he just randomly screams, fuck the NFL. <laughs> like, what? Don't you need what? a job? <laughs> <laughs> the people that got nothing to do with you and your baby mama drama, and right. you need a job. I he really cool. thought the police was going to be there to help him like he was a white person. He really did. Yeah, I was like, that's not it, but okay. <laughs> and he he chunked them bag of dicks at that girl in front of the police. Like that might be assault. I don't know. Mm, Depending on how big the dick. Okay. Bah, bah. Gummy, gummy dicks. <laughs> it's very soft. Probably <sighs> grazed her arm. Anyways, um. <laughs> so next up, I honestly don't understand how this happened, but uh, Boosie showed up. In a Kappa sweater to an NBA game. It was like, I'm Kappa fresh. And I'm like, mostly, he didn't go to college. (laughs) He was like, oh, this is cool. Let me wear it too. And I'm like, why? (laughs) Bussa knew what the fuck he was doing. (laughs) He may not have felt like, he may not have realized the offense that it was going to give. But he knew that that was Kappa Alpha Psi. He knew that that is a black Greek organization. And he said he thought it was going to be him showing respect. Like, nah, bro. Busa knew what he was doing. What I loved the most was the way he just doubled down. And he was just like, no, I'm not going to stop. And then finally, the Kappas finally gave in. And like, did you see? <laughs> Never mind. The guy tried to teach him how to shimmy. Yes, it yeah, was so good. That <laughs> it was so funny yeah, because like... you might as well. It's like there was no point in them having that battle with Boosie because he wasn't gonna. Li- there was no point in having that battle with Boosie. I understand point. not battling him, but I wouldn't teach him my struts. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> I found it funny. Mm-hmm. I would not have done that. But yeah. I also would not have been arguing with him and yeah. sending threats and whatever because it's like, get over yourself. Plus, it's Kappas. They ain't going to do shit. Yeah. <laughs> I know some Kappas. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we know the same Kappas. And like I said, they're not going to do shit. <laughs> um, clearly, we don't. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> um, yeah, so... He he tried it. It is funny, but um, and then he was like, "Don't 
don't dance to my music now. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> That's where you get them. Because <laughs> you know they got me. Shit, me to wipe me down. <laughs> what is a kappa without wipe me down? <laughs> right. And he was like, when he was trying to learn to shimmy, and he was like, so girls really like this? Like, yeah. <laughs> we yeah. do. <laughs> I think he just needed attention. He did. He did. He needed attention. <laughs> he did look clean, though. I gotta admit. <laughs> with his little fresh ring. I know, right? Fresh cut with his boosty fade. He was looking fresh. <laughs> So, um, honestly, I have read so many articles about the royal family <laughs> ever since last week when Harry and Meghan were like, okay, we out, y'all. <laughs> right. And the funny thing about it is, like, the royal family didn't know about it. And so they're like, so they've been catching up and Queen's been trying to save face. So now she's agreed to um, a transition, transition to a new role for Harry and Meghan, and they're going to be happy. Part timing between Canada and the United, um, United Kingdom. So, um, one correspondent on the news said that while, okay, them upping and moving may have been a surprise, mm-hmm. they knew that Harry and Meghan were unhappy, that he had been trying to meet with his grandmother, but they kept putting the meeting off. Like, she wasn't putting it off, but I guess her state secretary or whatever you call the person who handles her, they were like, okay, we'll do it tomorrow. Okay, we'll do it tomorrow. Okay, we'll do it tomorrow. So it's like, they knew it was coming. They just thought, they thought he was going to follow protocol and he was like, okay, I tried, but now I'm going to do what's best for me and my family. Yeah. Yeah. And it really made me happy to see her leave the remark uh, or the statement just about, you know, this is my family and we want them to still be a part of this family because we all know Harry's our favorite. And I love that he chose his wife and his baby, but I really didn't want there to be a rift between him and his grandma. Yeah. I think also uh, the way that he's saving face. I don't know. It's just unfortunate. Like, I wish... Like, I wish the Megan could have had her happily ever after. I wish they didn't have to, like, beef with William and the media and all that. And it's like, this girl passes like hell. I didn't know she was black until somebody told me she was black. And I'm like, this is how you treat a passing-ass black woman. Because it doesn't matter. <laughs> they know she's black. So that's all that matters. But I don't know that there's any real beef between him and William. I just feel like, I just feel like it's a lot of, you need to stay here and do what's right for the family. Because when you watch a lot of, I watch a lot, you already know, I watch a lot of period pieces. And then when you watch a lot of documentaries on the crown, they are raised to put that crown above everything else Mm -hmm. and to put their duties above everything else. So I really think that's what was getting to William. It's like, I get it, but this comes first. And Harry was like, no, because in all honesty, I mean, not to be morbid, but it would have to be a lot of dead bodies before Harry is even up to be king. So it's like, now I'm going to do this. So I really think 
that was the riff with him. And I don't I don't even think it was a riff. I think it's just the difference between being an oldest and doing things for the sake of what looks good for your family and mm-hmm. getting frustrated when your sibling can't do the same. That's what it seemed like to me. Growing up, I never would have thought that I would have thought Harry was an attractive one and William was an unattractive one. <laughs> mm-hmm. I look at the family light again. Because William was fine growing up and then he, he lost his hair and then Harry's hair just flourished. <laughs> it's a testament to what a beard can do. <laughs> but his, you know, he got his little curly fro and stuff. So, anyways. Um, yeah. All the best to Megan and Harry. I kind of wish yeah. that they would have moved to the States, but I mean, I guess Canada's okay. <laughs> is she from Canada originally? Because that's what it kind of. She lived in Canada she when she was filming Suits. Oh, she lived in Canada. Okay. Because yeah. they were like returned to Canada, and I was like. Yeah, she lived in Toronto when they were filming Suits. Okay. Her mom's in L.A. Well, I know she'll be glad to be closer to her mom. Yeah. Not to get, I read way too many articles about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so, praise the Lord. <laughs> I finally went to see the new Star Wars, by the way. Yeah, did you like it? I enjoyed it. I did. It was just me. Um, I mean, I liked it, but it has a lot of flaws. Um, I would like, I would have liked it better if it wasn't the um, conclusion of the Skywalker saga. I don't like the ending, but it was just me and this little old white man, and we just watched and enjoyed, and we laughed and we shouted and we had a great time. Oh. Well, the original one gives me a lot of stress and trauma, but the current ones are okay. <laughs> but I have never been a Jumanji fan. Yeah, the like the Robin Williams ones was like scary as fuck, but um, the one with especially because I love The Rock and Kevin Hart together, so it just makes me happy. I do love them together. I do. Listen, quick. Quick, quick insert. Speaking of scary, so this weekend I decided I was going to start watching Dracula on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And about 30 minutes in, I realized I am not going to be watching Dracula <laughs> on Netflix. <laughs> no, thank you, sir. Adding to your aside. I do not recommend you watch it. Uh, I've been watching you on Netflix, but like I watched the first oh, yeah. season in like two days. And then I was like, I need a break. Mm-hmm. And then I was watching this current season, and I realized I was rooting way too hard for a serial killer. And I was like, I need another break. So we're going to finish it, but it's taking me a while. <laughs> I gave up. I, I gave up. I gave up trying to hold myself yeah. back, and I just rooted for him. I just I gave up on trying to. But I also chastised him a lot. <laughs> Just let me know when you finish so we can talk okay. about it. <laughs> uh, next up, the Critic Choice Awards won. Uh, what made me happiest was that Us won the scary movie. <laughs> and that made me happy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, honestly, I didn't watch Joker, so I can't even speak to it. But I just like, it's interesting to me that they're cleaning up shop 
on every single thing. And it's a DC movie. I kind of <laughs> figured they would. Yeah. I didn't like, watch I it, know. but, you know. I, <laughs> I don't know. I meant to watch it. I just didn't. But I'm going to. I'm going to. Because I wanted to see it. Um, I am a Joker fan. Mm-hmm. Joker is my favorite Batman villain. Um, so I'm probably going to see it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like, I think the Golden Globes, this, I think it won a lot of, or it has a lot of Oscar nominations. Like, it's hardcore, like, cleaning up shit. Yeah. So that was one thing. I mean, this was still a lot of whiteness. Mm-hmm. But we did have more black winners here than we did with Golden yeah. Globe. This is a white ass year when it comes to this year. And the thing is, even even the white people on the news the other morning were talking about how it's not like the work isn't out there. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about the great first of all, if I hear one more person talking about J Lo was snubbed <laughs> For some damn hustler. Right, hustler was it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I did not see hustler it, at all. It, it's not. But <laughs> all I know is I've seen J Lo act, and I like her movies, mm-hmm. but I've never seen her act in a film that I deemed Oscar worthy. That's all right. I'm saying. So I'm just saying, y'all can save it. But there were just when you look at what was nominated, mm-hmm. that movie with um Scarjo. Like, first of all, I don't like her anymore, but I used to love Mm -hmm. her. And it's got Adam Driver, who is Kylo Ren in Star Wars, Mm -hmm. and he's hot, and I like him, although I wish he would get a Mm -hmm. tan. But it's like everybody on the face of the earth has said how awful that movie was. And we all know ScarJo acts like she's in a high school play. Why are these people being nominated? Which movie? I don't remember. Is it the Marriage Story movie? Marriage oh. story, yeah. Because yeah, it's classic white white peopleness, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So they were naming like all these black movies that I actually forgot even came out this <laughs> year, but like they were naming all kind of movies, and it was just like, you know, they just chose not to nominate people. Yeah. But Regina King won Best Actress from Watchmen. That made me happy. It made me so happy. And she did kick ass in Watchmen. And she definitely did deserve it. Um, I don't know. I am really excited. <laughs> the Go morning ahead. show actually won something. And I was like. <laughs> it won at Golden Globes too. And it was like. This show is just basic ass whiteness. Right. I enjoy watching the show. I'm going to watch it when it comes back for another season. But there's nothing phenomenal about this show. It doesn't make me feel any type of emotion. <laughs> I don't cry. I don't get angry. I haven't laughed hysterically. It's like, it's just basic whiteness <laughs> at its finest. Yeah. Basic whiteness. Um, I was really proud, of course, of Secession. Because that's my show. Um, One Day See Us, my um, best limited series, yes. which is great. I still haven't yes, been able to Yes, I was really happy. <laughs> I was really happy yeah. for that. Um, the Breaking Bad movie won something. And I remember everybody talking about how whack that movie was. Yeah. It's just like... Yeah, this year <sighs> is not the year. I just... I don't know what... And like... 
Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like basically it's the Joker, Irishman, and the Quentin Tarantino movie that are winning stuff. And it's like, why? Why do y'all keep feeding into this? What's the Quentin Tarantino uh, movie? What's the Upon a Time in Hollywood? Or whatever? Oh, okay. It's okay. like half of the people I see are like, one. wait, what the fuck happened? But. Yeah. There was the movie with Adam Sandler. I didn't see it, but I've heard that it was really good and it got snubbed. Like, if you just want to vote for white people, mm-hmm. there's some good white films out mm-hmm. there, but it's like they just chose trash rather than voting for quality work. That's all I'm going to yeah. say. So, of course, I was here for the fashions. Uh, Lupita, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lupita, first of all, Lupita does no wrong. Mm. And we're used to seeing her in brighter colors. And I always love to see her in bright colors. But she looks so good in her brown mm-hmm. as well. Like, she and Zendaya had, like, a... Uh, their their dresses gave me the same feel mm. with kind of like the construction top or whatever. Uh, Zendaya just always does a good job on the red carpet too. I loved Anne Hathaway's dress. I love me a sequin. Anne Hathaway, <laughs> Anne Hathaway is what happens when you are unproblematic and you mind your white ass mm-hmm. business and every now and mm-hmm. then you tweet Black Lives Matter. That is when you're, then you become an Anne Hathaway. Right. That dress was very mother of the bride, but she was working it. And it looked beautiful on her, and she looked beautiful. Like, I'm like you doing, and I like a sequence right. for an event. <laughs> Aquafina looked like a bird, but it's okay, because it's Aquafina. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't expect better out of her, but. So let's talk about the bell of the ball. The Billy Porter. Mm. By the way, I watched um that movie with him and Tiffany Haddish, and I loved him in that movie. Oh, I haven't like seen that boss. movie. I wasn't going to see Oh, it, it yeah, was I a free screening. I didn't pay any money to see it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Billy Porter is, like, worth watching in that movie for that only reason. He just... He steals the red carpet every, every time. Year. So his Golden Globes look was flawless. <laughs> so he had like, he did another version of like the tailored suit with the long train. Mm. But his look for Critics' Choice, first of all, I thought it was a dress. Uh, but no, it was pants. And he had this, the only thing I did not like about it was I loved all the silver jewelry. I didn't like it with that. I wish that the jewelry had been gold with that, but I absolutely loved the jewelry. I just didn't like it with that dress, if that makes sense. Yeah, I fundamentally who. I don't know. I just feel like gold looks so good on our skin, and I don't really care that much for silver. <laughs> but, um... Like, I love... I love silver. I used to wear only silver back in mm-hmm. the day, so I do love it, but... Girl... He just he be serving looks like I was just over here like I'm looking at his picture and I'm like oh did I should I dress up like are you disappointed in me? (laughs) I gotta tell you we gotta pause for this we gotta pause this Billy Porter praise 
for me to tell you what just what I was on my phone right yeah. now. <laughs> Why is Ja Rule trying to do your taxes? <laughs> so I was listening to my <laughs> Apple Music like favorites list. And uh, you know him and Ashanti do helpless on the Hamilton mixtape. And the song right. just starts, and he's like, you like how I just came in? No. <laughs> Nobody likes how you just came in. <laughs> like, you didn't even do anything. What? Like, <sighs> I'm mad at us for I hyping him it, up for it. I just sent it to time. you. There's an actual real flyer. He sent out a tweet. It's tax season. It's a simple walk-in. Let us do your taxes. Walk out with cash in no. hand. We also do credit repair. No. Yo. And of course, all I can hear is Dave Chappelle. Could somebody please find Ja Rule, get hold of this motherfucker so I can make sense of all this. Where is Ja? Add me, Ja Rule. Ja Rule at a time like this. No matter what. No matter what way my credit is looking, I would never put it in the hands of Ja Rule. <laughs> Cheese sandwich Ja Rule of ja Fire <laughs> Festival. If y'all let Ja Rule do y'all Texas, you deserve, you deserve to be on the next documentary. If you let Ja Rule do your taxes, you deserve to be sitting there crying talking about, I thought I was going to get, he took all my child income credit money. You deserve. Yes. I'm sorry. And that was so disrespectful of me leaving Billy Porter praise, but I just couldn't believe what my eyes were seeing. Because Ja Rule think I'm going to let him do my taxes <laughs> and fix my credit. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, y'all check it out. New car, new house, travel. We got it all. One stop shop. <laughs> y'all go. I'll give Please. That is is a real poor life decision that we want to stop you from having. (laughs) So, lastly, um, Apple TV, uh, I just feel like they have an ongoing struggle with relevance, trying to be relevant, investing money, and it just isn't working. So, this is their second thing that was supposed to be a huge option for them and it was working with Oprah and there's a hashtag me too documentary and Oprah and the documentary everybody is split <laughs> it's no longer going to be on Apple TV um, basically it's a story of music industry executive Drew Dixon and she um, accused Russell Simmons of rape and came forward in an interview with the New York Times and so I think based on creative differences with the producer um, or with the directors, Kirby Dick and Amy Ziering, um, yeah, so it all fell apart. So Oprah's decided uh, she's not going to be executive producer and then it's not going to be on Apple TV anymore. Um, I think they're going to premiere it at Sundance and that's going to be that. And like, Apple, you really fumbling the bag. And I don't really want y'all to increase the price of a laptop again just because y'all can't figure this shit out. <laughs> and that's the problem. That is the problem. So point number one, 
Apple doing too mm-hmm. much. You're doing too right. much. Leave, just leave the TV alone. Like you're trying to, you're trying to do too much. It's just they're not. Disney got this on lock. Disney, Hulu, and Netflix got this on lock. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Hulu is really starting to shake the girls mm-hmm. up. So you you really just need to bow out gracefully and just stick to what you've been doing and make it better. You got shit you need to fix with your current endeavors. Mm-hmm. Let this TV platform streaming service go. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. Yeah. Second, she said, like, um, creative differences or whatever. I wonder if that's the case. Well, you know what? I bet it was creative differences, but I heard that, listen at me like I know these people, I heard that Russell Simmons, like, his crew was really putting the pressure on them. So I don't know if he got to some people on Apple's end. It was like, I don't want it portrayed that way. Or if he got to some people on Oprah's end. I don't know. Mm. But that's 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 the word in the street. Yeah. Yeah. Whichever way is Apple's fumbling the bag. And it will continue Consistently. to not get my coins. <laughs> but, you know, if anybody knows me, I am, like, tethered to Apple. And I have yes. MacBook iPhone, AirPods, Apple TV, two iPads, Apple Watch, <laughs> which yeah. is the only reason why I haven't moved Same. to Google Pixel. Because <laughs> I'm like, I had too many Apple things, and then no, nobody would be in sync. But um, yeah, so they need to, I don't know, they need to do a seance with Steve Jobs and leave us out of this. <laughs> That's right. That's okay, right. so we're going to take a break and um, hear from our sponsors. Ow. Welcome back. So we're going to just move right on over to our something, someone. And tonight we're going to talk about the, wait, infamous, infamous means bad, right? Not always. This is a connotation. Okay, we're going to talk about the wondrous Spike Lee. (laughs) (laughs) So the famed director, Spike Lee, was just named the first black head of Cannes Film Festival jury. The Cannes Film Festival is the largest festival dedicated to premiering new films in the world. Mm -hmm. Lee has premiered seven of his films there, beginning with She's Gotta Have It. Lee credits much of his global success to the festival. To me, the Cannes Film Festival, besides being the most important film festival in the world, no disrespect to anybody, Mm -hmm. has had a great impact on my film career. You could easily say Cannes changed the trajectory of who I became in the world of cinema, he said in a statement to the press. The Do the Right Thing creator is the first person of African-American descent to head the festival in its 73-year history. Many of the most prominent film festivals have faced criticism in recent years for their lack of diversity on and off camera, and we can Mm -hmm. see that. In 2018, actresses and women filmmakers protested at cons for lack of equality in the film industry. Lee was vocal in his support of that protest. In addition to his appointment as 
President Lee is also set to receive the festival's Lifetime Achievement Award. The 2020 Cannes Film Festival is scheduled to be held in May on the French Riviera, and while it is not open to the general public, they are still accepting film submissions. So... Be sure you check out the link to the article so you can get that website and you can submit your film. <laughs> Not that kind I just want to say I am. Sorry. Let a round of applause. I just want to say I'm happy you know, that they're showing him the respect that he really does deserve. Yeah. He deserve it out here in these streets. Yeah. All right, Doyen. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. So let's <laughs> move it along to our poor life decision. I know. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> oh, they say the truth hurts, so let me get ready to say ouch. <laughs> For this week's Poor Life Decision, we're going to talk about decluttering. This is your year to finally get and stay organized. Here, experts reveal their best tips, tricks, and strategies for keeping a clutter-proof home. So let's look at the tips that these experts, in air quotes, (laughs) are giving us. Number one, know your clutter personality. In order to maintain a clutter-free home, you need to get to the root of why things pile up in the first place. Okay, so I'm going to go through the three personalities. And Doyen, I want you to listen and tell me what you think your personality is. Okay, so the first one, too busy, which means too many extras. You buy items you already own because you don't have a system in place for where to store them. Or when you need to find things fast, the time to search through all the possible storage spaces, spots. The second one, constant worrier, which means must save everything. You're concerned that you might need something in the future, so you save everything just in case. And the third personality type, overwhelmed in life, which means you are overwhelmed at home. You don't know where to begin, so you just live with the chaos. All right, Doyen, which one are you? I am the too busy, too many extras, and the constant warrior must save everything. And part of it is, like, I hate buying something that I know that I had but I got rid of. Especially when it comes to, like, craft supplies. (laughs) Yeah. So I am the same. I am mostly the too busy Mm -hmm. With a dash of constant yeah. warrior. Just mm-hmm. a dash. But I'm really bad about buying things that I know I already right. have. But it's like, I don't know where it is. And it's easier to just buy mm-hmm. it. <laughs> so, now you know what your clutter personality is. Ask yourself three questions when you go through your belongings. <laughs> I love that they assume <laughs> that I'm going to go through <laughs> my belongings. <laughs> so, the questions are... And yes, guys, get ready, because this is a little Marie Kondo-ish. Do I truly need it? Do I truly adore it? Would I trade inner peace for this? So basically, does this spark joy? (laughs) You have to ask yourself those three questions when you come to an an item. And 
it doesn't really say whether you have to answer yes to all three, but you definitely should be answering yes to at least one. Number three. Do the 10-minute declutter exercise, a.k.a. the trash bag tango. If you're feeling overwhelmed and don't know where to start, here's a technique that will help you slowly eat away at it. One. You get two trash bags, with the idea here being to clear the superficial clutter from your home. Two, in the first one, you put trash. In the second bag, you put stuff that's going to a charity or yard sale. If you do this simple 10-minute routine every day for a week, you'll notice a difference. Do it every day for two weeks, everyone will notice a difference. Do it every day for a month, and you'll be ready to be on top on top of the clutter so here's my thing i put stuff together to go to charity but then it takes a good four to six business weeks to get to charity and so like i had that's clutter same. in itself same <laughs> like the biggest the biggest thing for me has been moving because i do get it out the way when i'm moving but just in general i do the same thing yeah and it's like one day I'm going to take this back. Right. <laughs> I have a whole box. <laughs> okay, so the number four tip, manage your paper trail. If you can't finish the mail, don't start the mail. When you come in the front door with a stack of mail, put it in a basket, box, or whatever container you have handy for this purpose. You don't have such a container? No wonder there's so many piles of mail around your house. When you're ready... Take your mail basket to wherever you deal with paperwork. <laughs> Again, they are so cute. Right, I'm like... <laughs> to assume that I have a designated place to deal with paperwork or a basket for the mail. <laughs> I have a designated place, so that means I keep shit there. Like, <laughs> doesn't mean I'm going to, like, go through it. <laughs> oh. So, the first thing they want you to do when you go through your mail is to pull out your circulars and your flyers, set those aside, set aside your catalogs, then separate the rest into bills, personal correspondence, time-sensitive invitations, requests for charitable donations, and all that kind of stuff like that. And, as always, the article will be linked Please check it out because she actually gives some really good advice on how to go through your mail and uh, how to deal with all of your different types of mail. I'm not going to go through all of that, but it is in the article, so be sure to check that out. Number five, commit fully to a decluttering routine. Consider your washing machine. You never fill it with dirty clothes, let it run for 20 minutes, then turn it off and let the clothes sit for two days. It only took one time of me doing that to learn. (laughs) And I was young when I did that. That would create a stinky mess. So it is with our daily routines. Doing things halfway wreaks havoc. That's why it's important to finish each cycle. For example, if you bring a dirty plate to the kitchen, Don't leave it in the counter. Put it in the dishwasher. (laughs) Chris, put it in the dishwasher. (laughs) First of all, that means I would have to take the clean dishes out of the dishwasher. (laughs) So there's that. (laughs) 
Number six, memorize this acronym for a clean house. F, fix a time. Schedule a time that suits everyone involved. Cleaning up is a family affair, so get everyone on board. Set aside a Saturday or a Sunday or a few hours every day to start the process. A, anything not used in 12 months. Oh my goodness. If you haven't used an item in the last year, it is highly unlikely you really need it. Take the plunge and get rid of it. Ask yourself these questions as you encounter each piece of clutter. Do I use this? How long has it been since I've used this? Will I use it again? Is it worth the space that it takes up in my house? S. Someone else's stuff. Your house should not contain anything that doesn't belong to you. If it's something you've borrowed, give it back. If you've ended a relationship or gotten a divorce, now's the time to let your ex's belongings go. If your kids have established their own households, it is time for them to pick their stuff up. I do not endorse this statement. <laughs> I do like anytime any of my sisters does it, they all clean shit at my house. <laughs> so it's always um, trying to pass it. And the last letter of our acronym T, trash. The trash can is your friend, it is your very hungry friend. Take pride in how much you throw away. You only want to keep the amount of stuff that makes sense for your space. So that was the FAST method. And um, again, I do not endorse making your kids pick up their stuff because I have boxes of things at Granny's house. <laughs> Number seven. Oh, this one is so hard for me, y'all. Ugh. Okay. Part with unnecessary memory clutter. Your home is not a museum. Many people subscribe to the unwritten rule that you're obligated to keep your great aunt's dishes, even if you don't like them, just because she used them. Things don't have to become yours simply because they belonged to a relative. Mementos from your own life are harder to part with because when you see them, you relive the story. To you, it's a cashmere v-neck you wore on your first date with the man who would become your husband to anybody else it's just an old sweater full of holes if it serves no purpose let it go i have a box <laughs> with all of the letters that any boy ever wrote me when i was in school <laughs> i am not getting rid of my love letter box <laughs> i just have a box with all the cards Jimmy is getting full. I need to throw some away. Especially like Christmas cards and stuff. I just need to go through it. I don't have a lot of cards that I've gotten from people. Like... Yeah, it's like full. I do try to keep... There's certain cards I keep, but I keep them in a separate space. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I've got every letter with all the fancy folding and everything. <laughs> some real origami folding going on y'all. That is over two decades Every... old. <laughs> <laughs> I just say. <laughs> Ain't nobody folding no origami in two decades. <laughs> I'm just saying. I read my old letters from my old boyfriends and it made me feel good about myself. Okay. <laughs>
<laughs> Number eight, purge your closet the smart way. Turn all the clothes, this is so stupid, turn all the clothes hanging in your closet so that the hangers face back to front. For the next six months, if you wear an item of clothing, return it to the closet with the hanger facing the correct way. If you try it on but decide not to wear it, make sure you put it back with the hanger turned backwards. No cheating. Be prepared for a shock. You're going to find you own lots of clothes you have no use for. You should seriously consider getting rid of anything you don't wear regularly. I feel attacked. Um, yes, because okay. you need to give me that polka dot skirt. <laughs> okay. <so. laughs> Number nine. <laughs> Try the one-month cardboard box test. <laughs> Not sure what you use and what you don't in your kitchen? Here's a tried-and-true way to find out. Empty the contents of your kitchen utensils drawer into a cardboard box. For one month, put a utensil back into the drawer only if you take it out of the box to use it. If it's still in the box after four weeks, you don't need it, pass it on to charity. This is just utterly ridiculous. Yeah, I don't have that problem. I don't use my I don't use my 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 squash spaghetti maker thing that yeah. often, but when I need it, yeah. I need it. I agree. Like this is just ridiculous. <laughs> I want to declutter, but I also like need yeah. things. Okay? I need things. Okay. Especially when it comes to my kitchen. <laughs> I can't tell you the last time I used my muddler, but I yeah. need it. That one time. <laughs> <laughs> For our cocktails. And our final thought, everyone has a place in their house for forks. If you found a random fork in the bathroom or under the couch, you immediately know it didn't belong there and would return it to its drawer without another thought. I mean, I'd probably wash it first. Everything in your life should be this easy to put away. If an item occupies no specific location when not in use, it becomes clutter. So while I feel severely attacked <laughs> and offended by this article, I really am going to try to do some decluttering because it's ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. So, do you have any closing remarks? Um, I'm just gonna tell people to take it a little bit at a time, just because, like, I think yeah. right now American culture is very gung ho about like get rid of all your shit, but <laughs> you know, like that's not realistic. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's just 15 minutes a day of going to the area and clearing it up, and set a timer for 15 minutes, and you'd be surprised how much it changes every day when you change things for 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I guess I'm going to pretend to be an adult and try. <laughs> well, if there's nothing else, we are going to move on to our favorite part of the show. I'll buy you a drink. So I'll go first. Okay. This week, I would like to buy a drink for, you guessed it, honey buns. Let me tell I, you nobody guessed that. What are you talking about? <laughs> you guessed it, goddammit! <laughs> Y'all, I have been craving a honey bun for like 
days now. Days. And I finally stopped by the store, by the gas station, and I got one yesterday. Mm -hmm. But it was too, it was too big. It was too doughy. Like, I didn't, I took a couple of bites and I just folded it up and put it in the bread thing. I'm probably going to just throw it away. But then today I stopped and got one of those little Debbie ones, the little small ones. And I put it in the microwave for a couple seconds. All of the strife, all of the tightness in my chest just melted away with the sweet glaze of that honey bun. And you know, it may sound like a small thing to some, but we have to take our joy where we can find it. And all I'm saying is, stop, smell the roses, and get you a honey bun. That's it. Well, thank you while I'm on this whole 30 diet. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I mean, kale. I had some delicious kale. Nobody has delicious <laughs> kale. <laughs> Funny enough, like, oh. I remember as a kid, you know, like a Pizza Hut, they have kale, it's like garnish. And my mom was like, don't eat mm-hmm. that, it's just garnish. And then I grew up as an adult, and people were like, eat that. And I'm like, why? It's garnish. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I just wanted to buy a drink for Beyonce for, um, come on, um, gifting us with pictures of her ass and Adidas (laughs) (laughs) Uh, at Ivy Park. (laughs) It is beautiful. (laughs) I I just wanted to palm her Like, like, I mean, I'm going to get her permission first, but I just wanted to. It's looking. Yes. That is. It's that is perfect. That is. Anyways. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's like. Double hand, like double cupped up on a Thursday. <laughs> I mean, she, cake, she all caked up on a Thursday. <laughs> like, my God. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Beyonce, you didn't have to do it, but you did. Uh, I'm going to look up those Adidas heels. <laughs> Whatever it goes. It's funny because I went to Adidas website to see if the Ivy Park stuff was open. And now they're remarketing me. And I'm like, I don't want your normal Adidas. I want Ivy Park. (laughs) (laughs) Ivy Park. And they're like. So did you receive your orange box? "Mm, No, did you? Um, I think they tried to deliver it. And I just. Mine is like caught up in the mail. Like my Hogwarts letter. That's all. <laughs> got you, got you, got you. But I love this Miss <laughs> Tina in her like little photo shoot. Somebody was like, "How you gonna let your mama outdo you, Beyonce?" <laughs> <laughs> Did you see when Cardi B opened her box? No. You know who I was looking for? Oh, I was looking for Kelly. Did she not get a box, or she just didn't post about it? I don't know. She may not have posted about it, but Cardi B, Cardi B was us. We is Cardi. Cardi is us. <laughs> Cardi was like, oh, bitch, Beyonce the sent me. She was just like, I'm special. I'm special. Beyonce sent me a box. <laughs> she's so special. She's like, I think she's trying to like actually get citizenship in Nigeria. Like she's decided. She's like, okay, I'm Tioma B. All right. <laughs> she talked about it like, and I, and I believe she would like, try. <laughs> I love it. Um, 
Um, Ludacris. Laverne Cox uh, was also a good one when she yeah, got her box. Like, she was yeah, another I good actually one. went to, like, Kelly's, like, stories and stuff and didn't see nothing. It was like, I know you got this. This box. Yeah. I'm sure Kelly and Michelle got boxes. They probably just didn't post. I'm sure they got boxes. Alrighty, kids. But Zendaya was cute with yeah. hers. Everybody's just being cute with theirs, and I'm I like, maybe Tiffany I need to Haddish take off work box. so I can get mine. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say if she did, she would have yeah. posted, but maybe she did and decided not to post. I don't yeah. know. She's she's stuck in an indie. <laughs> I don't know. I think Beyonce could have upgraded her. Anyways, um, so we're gonna move along. Tell everybody, Doyen, tell everybody how they can, like, get in contact with us and how they can talk to us. So, we are on the Twitter. It's PLD Pod. Um, I think Chris keeps it lit with the TV tweets. I still come in with this. You know, I've been falling off lately. I'm looking for some new shows to watch. Please give me suggestions, guys. Mm-hmm. I am watching this season of Vikings, but I didn't know if everybody would be into that. Um... I think maybe, hey, let's watch Cheer on Netflix and let's tweet about Cheer on Netflix. Okay. I did watch the great <laughs> British home cook because I love Mary Berry. And I needed a break from I you. haven't watched <laughs> <laughs> um, We are on Instagram. It's Poor Life Decision, one decision because we're changing them one at a time. Our Etsy is also Poor Life Decision. Um, you can also email us at hello at poorlifedecision.com. Please check out our Etsy. We have super, super cute stuff. Cute little things to buy, like your favorite coworker, your sister, that cool aunt. Cute merch. And Doyen just keeps it popping over there with all her creativity. <laughs> so be sure to check that out. Slide in our DMs. Talk to us. We talk bike. Um... Let us know some things that you consider to be poor life decisions. We want to hear from you. We will definitely take them into consideration. We'll definitely look into them. Or tell us who you would like to buy a drink for. Sometime I might start a tab and pass it on down. So, you know, just talk to us. And we love you all. You're amazing. You're doing great, sweetie. And keep your chickens. Oh God! <laughs> so here's my problem. We love y'all. Here's my problem with okay. the chickens. Okay. Like the uh, translation did tell me: is the chickens money? Is it your career? Is it? It did say money. It just said it just it was a money. broad it, thing. Like it didn't tell me chickens equals money. No, 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 no. That's exactly what it said in the article that you posted in the group it's chat. It said chickens the equal sign money. Oh. I it said chickens equal sign money. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> I missed that. But keep your chickens, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we love Bye. y'all. Bye. B-O-O-S-I-E-B-A-D-A-C-C. That's me. White man.